Well, universe, if it wasn't 1122, let's just say I'm a sucker for that numerology thing that you do. When I looked at the phone to decide if I had the energy to get this one done, well, yes, should have been the answer and needed to be the answer. The time was the ultimate. All right, hit the record button. Decision maker. So, on that note, 11.23, welcome to the table. All right, I'm trying to, hang on, pause. Okay, so the, I haven't listened to the last review, or the last episode. I actually just published it, and I had overlooked something I intended to do. And so I'm going to get to that. And I had already planned out what I wanted to do for episode 39, so I'm going to get to that. That's probably all I'm going to get to. Uh, because episode 40 is a review episode where I'm going to look back on episodes 30 through 39, this being episode 39. Uh, so anything that needs to be reviewed, revised, restated, reworked, or in any capacity revoked, rescinded, and, um, God, I'm tired. This one might be the lackluster one of all time. Uh, what is it that papers do when they make a correction? It's a, ugh, all right. Before I show my ignorance at 11.25 in the evening, and let's see, oh, and also, I fear I'm indicate up with some gelato, gelato, gelato. I decided that in the last, well, it'll end up being, what, 14 episodes, 15, 14? Um, instead of this buffet-style attack of THC enrichment, <clears throat> let's start having a THC-dedicated episode, followed by, so this won't count. There'll be... I guess there'll be 14 of them, <clears throat> which is fine. That's a good start. Um, so the next episode, episode 40, since it's a review episode, should be something that will be what I would consider productive, on point, um, designed to keep one's energy level high. So how about we go with, of the choices I have right now, I'm going to say uh, Strawberry Cough. Shatter will be sponsoring the next episode. This episode is all kinds of stuff, but lately it's gelato, and it's too much of that. Some Northern Lights even. I mean, this is indica heavy right here. Uh, so if I fall asleep, wake me up. <clears throat> all right, we got to get to that in episode 42. I'll tell you this too. I kind of have the rest of it all figured out for late for work again unless I end up being late for work in which case all bets are off but so far I've been late to work I probably just jinx myself especially since I have to be at work in six hours and 32 minutes but that's my usual schedule I never get more than six hours of sleep or five four and a half is usually what I get what are you gonna do I'm not gonna hit the pause button even though I'm sure I'm boring you to death death probably not to death but boredom has set in, so let's move on to something less boring. The oversight of recording 38 
whatever the last one was, was the look back on episode two that I had intended to at least somewhat cover. And I don't intend to do this a lot, but the first recordings I made, I almost don't recognize. And not that they're terrible, they're not. And I had been formulating this revelation, this confession, this this reset of who I am, this sort of admission that I believe I could have done better, but that doesn't even matter. Because anyone who thinks that is lost in the wrong moment and should be thinking about exactly what they're doing now and how fulfilling that moment is in terms of who they really are and what they're here to do. That's it. Everything else that's going on around us is pulling us away from that. And I didn't even know that I needed to find that within myself to find balance, peace, and some sort of sense of purpose in life. And I never went to church, never went to um, Sunday school, never went to a shrink as a kid, never really went to any kind of uh, what I would call, um, hmm, uh, mm, boy, what would I call that? I never saw the value of asking questions about an entity that I thought had so little chance of existing that by 10, I was a convinced atheist. Now, my parents, in their lack of attention to the houses of worship, basically sowed my fate regarding this, especially because their interests, and thus their influence on mine, were primarily academic, but cultural, and um, we were the... the kind of house that watched PBS and had reading night on Tuesday where everybody went to their room and read a book or things like that. And I loved my upbringing. I'm not in any way trying to say that's, uh, that I feel fate dealt me anything other than a strong hand. Um, my parents, when it came to experience, knowledge, and the acquisition of either were extremely accommodating. If I wanted a book, it was no problem. If I wanted to take a class, absolutely. If I wanted to learn an instrument, give it a try. If I wanted to learn to throw knives, uh, let's see what we can find that might interest you in another capacity. But there weren't many limits. And if I'd have pushed that one, I'd be a knife thrower today. And the ones they pushed on me, piano, <laughs> well, I certainly regretted some of that at the time and in other parts of my life. It's a big plus overall to be able to sit down and play a few things on the piano. But I never really loved music, so 
I think they understood at some point that they were the only reason I was even trying. So they let it go. They didn't force. They just exposed. And they wouldn't let me say no for dumb reasons. You don't get to say, I don't want to try without trying. <laughs> if you don't like it after trying, now you have an argument. Until that point, all you have is nonsense. So... With that, my look back on episode two. This time I am hitting the pause button because I'm not really sure where I put the notes. Where, where, hang on. Okay. <clears throat> I did a little counteraction with the blackjack. I have enjoyed that one, I gotta say. I think I'd had it before one time and enjoyed it then. So that may be a new one on the list to go seek out and see if it's as good as it seems to have been. But... This episode speaks for itself. I'm sure it will now fall faster than an anchor into the abyss of, what, Phoebe, the Sea of Tranquility? Perhaps. I mean, without any atmosphere, but with one-sixth the gravity. I don't know. Oh, that's interesting that that's the analogy I went with. I didn't actually go with an analogy. I'm so tired. The Sea of Tranquility was just... But... <coughs> oh, where'd that cough come from? Um, spoiler alert, that won't be the only moon reference tonight. And it is still tonight, still the 20th, 420! Everyone, should we pause? For, no. Uh, we've already passed 420 on 420 on this one. So if we get to, what, 4420? Well, then we'll definitely pause for that one. All right. Uh, I know uh, anybody listening just said, please don't let it go that long. I'll do my best. I'll do my best. I'll do my best. All right. So reviewing the um, problem in almost every situation was me. Episode two on what was my first collection of 53 episodes called Wait What? And um, the idea of putting 53 together was honestly to attempt at first to get past, say, 20 or 30 even. Um, I was encouraged by my uh, ability to speak into the microphone, which, let's be honest now, is probably at about a 75-hour mark. I mean, how many people have talked to themselves out loud, on record, for 75 hours, without a single response from anything, anybody. Well, I guess that's not totally fair, because there was a YouTube comment left, and then another YouTube comment left. So, does that count as a response? Maybe. But, let's say that it has had no influence, that I know of. Um, and so... Everything that I hear myself doing early, I can obviously hear the uncertainty, the, I'm so busy trying to define things and present myself with some composure because I know that I am, I'm not limiting expectations. I am crafting what you can expect 
in common sense or reasonability, um, evaluative uh, approach, analytical underpinnings to almost everything initially. I, I was trying hard, hard. No, I wasn't. I can tell listening back that something in my head as I recorded episode two was to be purposeful and data relevant experience specific, not to, um, not to lose myself in the conjecture that, um, I knew was coming. If not the next episode, the next one after that, it's almost like sometimes if I know what I'm going to do three moves from now, it so affects the move I currently am undertaking that I fuck up getting to that third move. That guy is who showed up for episode two. Um, I wrote here trying to be liked. That's a little unfair. I don't find myself putting on airs to appeal to others at all. But I only think I show the likable parts of myself that I like the most, if that makes sense. I'm not yet comfortable showing, even now, showing my true darker reflections from especially my past. And there are some of those that just never need to be reflected upon again. And when I have admitted to trying to revisit some of them that I thought were core scars that would always be there to be somewhat reopened. No, they weren't. And that was a bit of a revelation. I didn't know I'd moved on in that way that I couldn't actually go back and talk to my damaged self. My damaged self has gone away. I guess. Well, it's not there for a reflective thought. I know that. All right, dog, how much snoring can you do? Seriously. Come on, Bulbul. <clears throat> um, and uh, I don't know if I limit expectations. Uh, no, I'm never trying to limit expectations. If anything, I'm hoping to generate uh, a crest of expectation that is re reflective. I think the best expectation to have is no expectation because then as things amplify, because they concurrently find themselves in space and time in which to amplify, well then, who knows where the amplification goes? I don't, if, if I'm placing expectations on things, I'm immediately conjuring up what I'll be satisfied with and thus where I'll stop even giving a shit. That's basically what I did with my life until now. I have no expectations of where humanity can go. I just know there's no ceiling. And I'm going to start saying Homo sapiens because it does make me cringe a little bit to say humanity. I don't like that we have organized ourselves around the patriarchy. And I'm not even trying to be that wordy. I just think Homo sapiens is more descriptive of who we are. It's not a... It's not a... Especially because I think that's different than who the... Den Denisovians or Denosovians, the people who in the 50 to 80,000 year record 
were magical. Um, and that might not be the Denisovians. It might not. I'm not sure who you can attribute the pyramids to. I just know we don't know. Or if we know, the larger world doesn't know. Those who do know do not want to tell us. Um, okay, let's get through the rest of episode two. And then we'll be on to the 39... What did I call this list? 39? Oh. Well, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, <clears throat> there were some things I got correct in that episode. And stand by as worth having noted. I constantly was afraid of being unworthy. Because of self-inflicted standards of which I truly didn't care. Which is why I always was unworthy. I was also correct about... Um, Slight variance, the way that slight variance can lead to unexpectedly consequential return because there are just rogue waves in everybody's life. And it's such a strange phenomenon that you can't identify its presence as having been triggered by anything because the confluence of circumstances have to recreate in a completely different vortex and occurrence. None of it will recur identically. So the idea of everything that feels major has to have come from something major. No, no, it doesn't. A lot of the things that, feel overwhelming could be triggered by small, slight, very incidental early to mid-childhood moments. Something as simple as having to always speak third at the dinner table because father spoke first, mother spoke second, and then kids spoke and there were nine of you, so being third was nice because they always let the youngest go first. Whatever. The point is, that's just some random family house rule that can turn somebody into a person who doesn't speak up. And that's off the cuff, totally made up, don't even know where that came from, don't know anybody who even would tell you that story. But these little rituals of life are not just impactful, they are, they form you. And if from that simple house rule, you become somebody unwilling to stand up for themselves in circumstances in which things matter, well, that can be the kind of thing that makes you feel broken. Why am I unable to establish my voice when it's important that I do so for myself. Sometimes if you can just realize that being third in line at the dinner table every single night made you reluctant to jump in, can fix the problem in, a, in an instant. Holy crap, I never even thought of it that way. Yeah, they were kind of a dick. Why couldn't we have done that by lottery? 
Why couldn't everybody have had to stand up and go first at least once where the pressure is? I don't know. Those are the kinds of things that once you release them can oftentimes release you from a whole side effect of just, I didn't even know how much those stupid family dinners meant. As my dog kicks in her dreams. I do love that dogs go to dreamland. I see my dogs in my dreams all the time. And I'm sure that's just my mental creation of past memories of my dogs. But there are times when I'm running around with the dog that I had in my childhood. And that's 40 years ago. But me and Pepper throw the orange ball once in a while in my dreams. Actually, it's more like he shows up in dreams where I'm uh, scared. Pepper's been in more than a few of my, like, chased by zombie dreams or whatever that I just need a buddy and all of a sudden I'm with my little dog from my childhood. So somewhere that's my feeling of what he did for me in life. He was my protective shield from harm's way when I was a child. Because when I get into those uh, creepy walk home from uh, some sort of windblown October setting situation, losing your whistle kind of thing. Hey, Pepper, what you doing here? Oh, look at this. We're at the beach. Everything's fixed. Because dogs are great. Didn't mean to wake you up, Pete. Well, sort of did. Okay, back on point. <clears throat> okay, so the last point I had on that episode is when you frame yourself in a position of disappointment, and it's your doing, oftentimes, you cannot see it. It is impossible to see, it, in fact. And not only can't you see it, but when someone else raises it with you, you'll immediately reject it as asinine. <laughs> in fact, I'll just say this little challenge is something that I haven't figured out yet, but I'm, I'm working on. What is the single most annoying thing about you? Are you able to answer that question? Or must you seek others' help to truly answer the question? I'm not sure I know the answer. I, I really don't. But I'm going to wet my whistle, and then we're going to get down to uh, 39 things that I believe. And I know that on most of these... There will only be one or two of you who say, oh, yeah, yeah, what's that? And the rest of you will go, what? But I also know that I won't go through this whole list without getting at least, uh, yeah, 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 that's right. I think that's right. From all of you. So let's think about that. In 39, what I'll consider somewhat, hmm, uh, reality-stretching truths that I believe today, 100%. Well, let's say 100% on 30 of them and 95% on six more and probably 85% on the other three. In other words, I'm in. I'm calling the pot. I'm saying, this is where I plant my flag today. Can evidence emerge that makes me say, well, that sure was dumb to think that. Yeah, it could happen while I'm talking. So my opinions and beliefs 
are what I am doing to navigate fundamental truth, at which point they become my foundational stones. But until these things are foundational stones, they're what I believe. Like, I believe the moon is not a natural satellite. I don't believe the physics makes sense. I don't think a, a moon that is composed to be as lightweight as it is compared to the earth makes sense for the collision theory. So how do we trap an item as big as the moon when we're as small as the earth? I, I don't see how the moon is in orbit other than as the goddamn Death Star. <laughs> Seriously, I, I do not see how it, it, it doesn't make sense. The planet collision theory does not make sense because the moon is older than the earth. There are just, now, there are all kinds of possibilities other than the Death Star. I'm not even insinuating that's what it is. Although, um, I also think that being tidally locked is unique. The moon is, the, the moon is not a natural satellite of the Earth. I start there. Um, <sighs> okay. I am going to pause, wet my whistle, uh, stop jumbling the paper so much, and be right back. Okay. This does not mean I think the moon is fake or is constructed meaning it's entirely possible the moon has been by some advanced civilization brought into its relationship with earth hmm. if i had to guess as a harbor for earth's cataclysmic cycle the moon would be the perfect well we'll go live up there till the Shits hit the fan, man. And there's plenty of evidence that something is on the moon. If you want to go look for it, you'll see it. And the idea that we are facially locked or whatever, tidally locked to the moon in a in a spinning orbited timing coincidence that leaves us never seeing the backside of the moon, that it, it is, it is the physics that makes me doubt its presence as a natural object, which means I think somebody brought the moon where it is intentionally with the sort of sci-fi, yes, capabilities that either are here to manage somebody's observation of, of us or is something as a remnant of a civilization that had that capability that was an earthbound civilization. Whether that's what you believe, I doubt it, but I'll bet one of you does. Um, we might as well just get this out of the way since we're here. I do believe that humans, homo sapiens, well, in this case, humans, Actually, no, I'll say Homo sapiens have been to the moon. I do not think they got there on the 
Apollo rockets. But I have a feeling that the lie there isn't necessarily that we haven't been. I just don't see again how we had enough mechanical force to get ourselves all the way to the moon, orbit the moon with the necessary power to send a spacecraft from that connective orbit to the moon, then landing it safely as it is equipped enough to lift itself from the moon. Remember, this is a body that has one-sixth the gravity of Earth. You don't just get to jump off the moon. You need one-sixth the rocket fuel that was on the Saturn V rocket that lifted it. How much rocket fuel was on that little thing in Washington, D.C.? So, <clears throat> the anomaly that makes me think we might have been there is that we've never been back. And why do you think the Russians would have invested so much in the program only to go, oh, America got there. Fuck it. Let's not go. Let's not go. They got there first. Uh, I know we've got all this technology that we've dedicated to getting to the moon, but <sighs> let's drink some vodka. No, that's dumb. It's dumb. Look, either <clears throat> we went to the moon in the way that they've told us, which I think is the least likely option. We faked the whole thing, which is possible, but the chutzpah to do that is pretty high. We um, went to the moon, but we didn't do it the way we said we did it. In other words, we got some assistance to get to the moon. This, I think, is the most likely candidate because I do believe that there are enough reality-type moments of the moon that are hard to explain if the whole thing's fake. It's easier to think we went and we faked how we got there, for me, than it is that we faked the whole thing or that we actually got there the way we said we did. I think we got there. I just don't think we did it on those rockets. Now, is that insane? Of course. So, that's why the next one is full-blown insanity to most people. I think human beings are definitely in contact with aliens. And I'm not sure that they're not doing it through remote viewing, even. I believe that's possible. And I believe our government has crafted that. And... Even if that's not possible, I definitely believe aliens or some other species of enlightened, especially enlightened, nature is here interacting with us. And it's not limited to one, but it's guaranteed to be at least one. And I'm not even sure that there aren't <laughs> the sort of cloaked presence of non-human beings on this planet that literally is sci-fi worthy. 
Which leads me to this one, I guess, which is, I believe <clears throat> there are soulless entities that walk among us. I believe soulless in, in this situation, I am using strictly to denote those who have no human soul. And I think there are plenty of them. And I only think this in the last three years. You would have had to get me so drunk and high on drugs that I don't know the name of because they came from a veterinarian to get me to even converse with you about the soulless that walk among us because we're all soulless. Well, that was wrong, but the idea that the soulless are among us, hell, I think they might even be leading us. But there are clearly non-humans on this planet. Now, why are they here? Good question. And by non-humans, I don't necessarily mean aliens. This is a 4.3 billion year old planet, allegedly. Whatever this is, could there not be an entirely involved species? that was here first, that got tired of all the radiation hiccups and went underground and lives there as a 30 million person colony. And no, not the Matrix. Well, totally, the Matrix. Two, Matrix Two. Two, yeah. The one that was still barely watchable. God, the Matrix is a great movie and two and three. Oh, three is, three is. Obviously, it killed the series. Oh, wait, no, it didn't. Should have. All right, back to the list. Uh, I believe they, the aliens I, I spoke of that we're in touch with. Um, okay, planet Earth had an ascendant civilization wiped out. Uh, at a at, the, at least 42,000 years ago, maybe more. But at 42,000 years ago, they're gone. Now, were they smart enough to get off the planet? Maybe. But whatever happened 42,000 years ago destroyed everything. And this, this goes on all the time. The extinctions on this planet are frequent, and they're not millions of years apart. They're thousands of years apart. And we're coming on one. I guess that's the next one. I believe that this is a cataclysmic setting that is so cataclysmic, it's unthinkable. Nothing survives. There's a 13,000-year window in which you ascend to greatness and conquer the galaxy, or you try again. Maybe that's how it all works. Maybe once you're capable of leaving your own planet, you're trapped in a circumstance that, until you prove you're capable of it, well, keep trying, because the universe has the time. What's 13,000 years to a universe? What, like, going through the mail? Not even that, right? Probably thinking, did I already get the mail? Bam! 13,000 years in a universe. I believe this ancient civilization is what can be accounted for when it comes to the Great Pyramids, 
Uh, Machu Picchu's tough because it's so uniquely placed and it, it almost looks like somebody landed on the planet and decided to build Machu Picchu while they had to wait for supplies. But the stuff all through Peru, other than that, everything that you see in South America and will be discovered under the Amazon, the megalithic nature of it all is going to prove, I <laughs> prove, is going to cement what I think is already proof that we have overlooked a civilization because of the failure to recognize the calamitous nature of Earth to wipe things out. That flood shit's for real. Which isn't the flood. It's the sudden movement of the planet's kinetic energy in a counter force that breathes the water and sends it planet-wide. I'm not even sure this isn't being engineered by somebody. What if that's the whole point? They're taking what was this dusty rock 30 million years ago and turning it into an aquatic wonderland because do you know how rare it is to have a planet that allows liquid water? So... If one's sitting there begging to be turned into an ocean for some seafaring colony that wants to colonize the galaxy, well, <laughs> maybe every 13,000 years, the Earth has settled down enough that it's ready to absorb another 18 billion metric kajillion tons of water. <laughs> Somehow they imagine this fountain of water coming from up under the earth well what if it's completely being engineered to go off every 13,000 years until this thing's turned into a completely watered planet how do we know we don't but <sighs> the thing about the flood is they can't get rid of all the homo sapiens because we're too tenacious to get rid of entirely we're like a virus a good one, though. A good one. We're like a virus that makes people fun to be around. But I do believe Homo sapien DNA has been ma manipulated. It, it just is... The oddity of the 24 to 23 chromosome reduction by fusing chromosomes? Man, come on. That's lab-made. <laughs> just... That's not nature. That is... That is... Not nature. That's intervention. Seriously. Look it up. And and then explain to me that little survival of the strong. We, we reduced our chromosome. We, the mRNA presence to go with the structural reduction from 24 to 23 chromosomes? Nope. Nope. That's lab. That's lab. That's that is tinkering from somewhere. I don't care where. Doesn't matter where. And it and it nor does it matter, but I believe it. I believe in the soul. That's a good one to have next. Because after that comes I believe in the Clinton kill list. I have way too much smoke. And some of them, those two kids, come on. They're in the wrong place at the wrong time. 
kind of weight that was going through Arkansas? You think two 16-year-old kids aren't expendable? Of course they are. It's sad, though. It's sad that that's the kind of human experience someone else is having. That they can so easily dismiss two 16-year-old lives as having less value than their own. Their confidants, their partners, their system of lies, their entrapment in a system that they don't even find fulfilling anymore. So they go for more and more different, other, more thrilling, more reckless, more heartless. It's, it's, it's a lose-lose-lose situation. And in some cases, I mean, two 16-year-old kids, 18, 15, 17, I don't remember how old they were. But <clears throat> they didn't get too high to move off train tracks while a train was coming. Because you know what? There is no such thing. I don't even think you get too drunk for that. Maybe, though. Maybe. But you can't get too high for it. So, uh, you know, what are you going to say to that? That is despicable. Despicable behavior. Nobody accounted for it. I, it's making me fume thinking about that. So, let's not do that one. Turn the page over. Because, all right, I believe giants once lived on Earth. How's that? There's too many news stories, too many uh, archaeological digs that are legit. This is one where there's a lot of fake shit thrown out to muddy the waters. And some of the fake shit's the best shit out there. So, you don't need to go to the fake shit. Look up the Battle at Kandora. In Afghanistan, 2006, I believe, is the year. It's recent. Look up Smithsonian Giant Skeleton Recovery. And look up Giants North America. <coughs> and look for true sources. You don't need to go past them. Somewhere on this planet existed large humanoid creatures, which... I'll get to the next one. I believe that the common alien form is the human form, or damn close to it. I don't think we're that uncommon as the galactic species at large. In fact, at least in the 3D reality we can experience that includes oxygen and the pressures we're under, that's pretty much the limiting factor. So, this is as good as it gets. And that's part of the next one that led me to thinking evolution is a lie regarding us. Obviously, the DNA manipulation speaks straight to that. And I don't believe it's our heart it's our head that got tinkered with. They took what they saw as the soul-filled existence of Homo whatever before, 
and used our ability to problem solve and create to dominate our existence by manipulating us to think as individuals instead of as a collective. And whatever they changed, whatever they unhooked, whatever they kept from connecting, I don't think is that far from being recaptured. There's no way sudden skill acquisition syndrome is a thing if it's not that they've locked a door instead of they've closed something down, cut something out, or taken something away. I don't believe that's possible. I think what they've done is they've taken a Ferrari and pulled the engine and replaced it with something that's considerably less capable. And why they did it, I don't know. But how can the mystery of all time be trying to parcel out existence as a human being. There are almost 8 billion of us having this mysterious experience. And how close are we to solving any of it? And yet we solve everything else? Just think about it. We're locked off from something. We still have our skills to See patterns. Oh, I missed 4422, speaking of patterns. Good for me. Because I believe Jesus is fabricated. <clears throat> There's no evidence for Jesus. Jesus is an amalgamation of everybody that came before him. The Bible is just myth aggregated from all the way back. And I will say this. I believe the Sumerian king list is actual history. And while I don't know that I can believe everything in the Sumerian cultural historical record, I believe there's more truth in the Sumerian legend and Sumerian historical record than there is in any other ancient source to look at. Now, I don't think it's all true. I'm not sure that Hindu is thus... I don't think that translates into believing Hindu as a viable or worthy religion to pursue, but I would study Hindu academically and let my spiritual side develop there first because it has the most, in my opinion, texture of soul to creator connectivity than everything that comes after it because I think everything that comes after it is derivative of the Sumerian legend. So, to me, that's got to be the basic analysis at work, right? And that's why Jesus is out. First of all, if Jesus is a figure of any kind of repute, show me some historical record. There isn't any. Or you have shown it to me already. And don't give me the Shroud of Turin, because it's not evidence. It's hoax, and, and it's fine. 
This is what men do, right? Men, I would create the Shroud of Turin in a heartbeat. And it's a hoax from Middle, middle Ages. It's at least hundreds of years old. So I'm not saying somebody came up with this last week. But the Bible is, in my opinion, what I believe, is the way that Rome power structure saw an opportunity to collect a group of people into a manageable civilized form. And I don't think there's not truth in the Bible or anything like that. I'm not dismissing the Bible. I'm not saying your belief in Jesus can't be legitimate. Mine isn't relevant. It's just what I believe. So no way am I trying to dismiss Christianity's value as a place in everyone's life that wants to pursue Christianity. Like I said, your life is yours. I just want you to fulfill it in a way that you know you're being true to yourself. For me, that doesn't include any of the organized religions, including Hindu. But I do believe in astral travel and that sort of meta-spirituality that Hindu describes. I do think we can leave our bodies. <clears throat> I think we do it when we dream. Uh, all right, back to the front. I believe Sandy Hook is bullshit. I believe 9-11 began a cycle we're still circling in because you don't circle out until all energy has dissipated or the energy has been restored. And since that's been nothing but dragging the world, we're still in that cycle. And I'm not sure that there isn't some systemic dismantling that I don't... My greatest fear is that those who have the most levers to pull now have no fear whatsoever that accountability or any sense of civilized retribution, justice, penalty, punishment. They're about the law. They really are. And at this point, the game is really theirs. There's, there's no stopping whatever moves they're making. It's just... You don't have to participate in anything other than that which cannot be. If the cataclysm is happening, and I believe that their disregard for any sense of justice or right and wrong as the years pass by, and I don't just mean decades, I mean the last couple years, the acceleration of the top and their hoarding of the resources makes me think they know something bad is coming. Or they're inviting something bad to come on themselves. So that just doesn't make sense. Something bad is coming. They know it. They won't tell us. And that brings me to believing that our present is a result of very crafted messaging and thus mind control, if you will. And I mean that by... Here, here's an example. What is the appropriate method for proposing marriage? 
and, or receiving a proposal. What is the bare minimum method that meets the standard whereby you say, yes, that's a sufficient proposal, and then what isn't? There's no right or wrong here, nor is there anybody answering the same, because all of that is socially constructed, and none of it is agreed upon, nor will it ever be, nor should it be. But in that way, your mind has been controlled. Number one, marriage, the idea that there's coupling for life, the idea that there is even a proposal stage that's inherent in that process, the idea of coupling being one-to-one. -one. I mean, so when you envision the proper proposal, the custom that is inherent therein, the method whereby that is an acceptable attempt, well, everything you're bringing into that thought, you've been trained to think. So, the problem is... <clears throat> we are helpless against it. And in many ways, that's the tempting side of thinking it doesn't make a fucking difference. If they've got all the levers to pull and all you are are lost children hoping somebody's going to come over and take care of you, well then, the game is rigged, your role has been fulfilled, and you are just waiting it out. But that's deciding to play their game. Deciding to play a different game is a decision they can't stop you from. So, the mind control only works if you let it. Uh, sure. I believe Alan Dulles, Texas oil interests, LBJ, by association, Nixon, Ford, and a whole bunch of others, were involved in taking out JFK, and furthermore, I believe Bush granddaddy, may he rest in peace. I think he was project coordinator of it. But that's just what I believe. I'm sure I'm alone on that. I'm not really sure I'm alone on OKC being an inside job, but if you don't think so, go look it up. There is no question. No question. And it's unfortunate. Because that happened in 95 and I could not have cared less about what the outcome was. It just looked tragic all around. So, I probably stopped watching on day three. And stopped caring... On day 33, it just was too much. Why why bring that into your reality when it just looks like somebody snapped? And then people just kept snapping, snapping. I mean, there was just like... I believe Jagger Hoover took out MLK. 
And I also believe that, well, I'm not sure who pulled the string or where the phone call finally landed, but Marilyn Monroe was murdered. And it looks to me like she was murdered with an enema up her booty full of narcotics. And my guess is the Kennedys did it. But whatever. People in power do stupid shit, man. Monroe. Monroe is smarter than anybody knows. That's for sure. Okay, back to the back side of the page. I believe the Mandela effect is real. Obviously. I talk about it enough. So, because of that, I believe that either I'm simulated or that you are. It's hard to get rid of that belief. And I'm not saying it's not me. It might be. But the evidence is stacking up that it's you. I believe dogs can see my soul because I can believe, excuse me, because I believe they can see the soulless. The soulless are out there. Now, what are they doing here? I don't know. And they just might be androids. They might be clones. I didn't put I believe humans are cloned already, but I do believe there are human clones. Humans don't get the power to do something and then not test it out. It's just not how we act. Um, I believe my dream self is unique and is in touch with my soul and is across time. I think my dream self moves in and out of reality, whether that's Earth 8675308 and 8675310, maybe, but I think I stay on 8675309 and move through time. Never in any Harry Potter-esque way, no, but in a way that's palpable. And it's getting more so. Like I'm having more time slips. They're just, and, and I'm not saying they're in reality, but they're definitely in my dream state. Um, I already said I believe evolution is a lie when it comes to us. Now, I don't know that evolution doesn't account for all other life. It might. I think humans are uniquely not evolved as other life. And I, I do think there's problems with evolution overall, but that doesn't mean that it can't account for quite a bit of, especially fauna. I, there's just, I'm not unsold on evolution overall. I'm unsold on human beings having evolved through the hierarchy of the monkey culture of planet earth. Now, having been manipulated into a state of evolution advanced past our current model. Yeah, that I could see. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Unfortunately, we do feel over-equipped and underprepared. Um, or maybe we are over-prepared and under-equipped. It could be, it could be. Um, I also believe the universe is ancient and eternal, which means I don't believe in the big bang. Now, I also think it's possible that we live in a sim. That wouldn't shock me at all. In fact, that makes a lot of sense. And is this, if I had to right now bet on anything, I'd bet on simulation. But betting on simulation is basically just betting on everything being set up for the experience of 
human against willpower against what against what what what's the simulation for is it so other people could travel in and have the experience i mean none of us feel simulated this reality couldn't be more real but it's hard to push past what the implications current quantum physics are implying implying because if you imply something it should be an implication which leaves me with I feel others' emotions as if I'm feeling my own. I do this now more than ever. And <clears throat> I'm not sure that I'm not supposed to let that go instead of fight it. It's hard to it's hard to let go. But I've I've been overwhelmed by the homeless and to the point that I'm like I, I leave fearing I'm about to start breaking down. And I, I'm not saying I won't. <clears throat> that is such a sad situation. I don't even, I don't, I don't see how that can persist and I can't do something. To, I mean, you can't, you can't be around that kind of hopelessness and not find something to provide hope, right? I don't, I've never had this much Hmm. Interaction with the homeless in so much despair. And I don't know how to solve that. That feels awful. And I'm not going to back away from it, but I can't break down at work. And I really do believe that the only Big Bang possible would be a simulated universe. So if the Big Bang can somehow be proven, well, then I think that more than anything proves we're in a simulation. But I don't think the Big Bang can be proven. The Big Bang just doesn't make sense. There's too much wrong with it. <clears throat> but that doesn't mean there isn't a singularity. There could be. But I, I'm not sold on any of it. Because, again, I just feel like we're in the dark. And science doesn't have everything figured out. Nobody has everything figured out. Well, the aliens might. I think we're being used, abused, mishandled, something as a species. I believe we are... Again, I don't want to be Star Warsy here, but I think we're the clones or whatever. We're just some. We are living in a bubble of uh, of misunderstanding, and somebody did it to us. I do think the cataclysm will happen in my lifetime. Unfortunately, I think I'm going to survive it. I don't think anybody who might hear it's coming wants to survive. I'll put it that way. Um, okay. I believe our history is filled with knowing lies, strategic omissions, and they are of a nature that would shock. I believe the Podesta email wiki drop is legit. I also don't think Epstein killed himself. And in fact, I believe Epstein was high enough up to get his ass taken out of jail, facially reconstructed, and sent off on Logan's run to find paradise, where he's probably right now getting massaged by an underage girl, because I do believe pedophile pedophiles are everywhere. In fact, I think it is the leverage. 
it is the currency that keeps them under control and keeps them in line in case anybody thinks differently. Shall we show you the video? We certainly wouldn't want to send it to the Washington Post. And I have a feeling Epstein had the videos. I think he had all of them. So that's why I think he's sitting somewhere drinking a Mai Tai saying, not so hard, honey. How old are you again? And I am not joking about pedophilia. I want it investigated. Start with Pizzagate, for fuck's sake. There are enough fucking questions there. Oh, that's conspiracy theory. Bullshit it is. Have John Podesta answer the fucking questions. And have Tony Podesta there, too. This is creepy shit. This isn't conspiracy theory. This is creepy shit. That, whatever, James Afontaine, whatever it means to love children, his name is French for I love children. James Alafonte. He's creepy. Bullshit, he needed a character rehabilitation moment on TV. Psh, that just shows you the media is there to protect those who hold the true key to those who are in power. That James Alafonte needs some forgiveness because what he could tell, well, let's just not have him be upset. He gets too upset, though. I mean, we'll murder him, right? Oh, <laughs> hello. Because I believe... Hmm. Uh, I may have done this whole side. Look at that. Hmm. Well, I believe that... Uh, wow. Could I be done? I might be. That could be 39. What the hell? Oh, no, here's some. I believe Antarctica, the oceans, meaning the bottom of the ocean, the North Pole, and the moon are off limits to us. I think something else is here, and that's where they are. Now, are they ancient? Are they travelers? Are they future travelers coming back in time? Fuck, I don't know, but they're here. And I don't think we get to go to the North Pole. I don't think we get to go in Antarctica, and I don't think we get to be anywhere on the moon. Period. And I think they've told us to get the fuck out. Now, the bottom of the ocean, we can't even really get there. But I promise you, if anything is living on the bottom of the ocean, it's doing so because we're up here. <clears throat> um, King's List, Big Bang, Astral Travel... Uh, oh, I believe, while yes, human pain, misery, frustration, all of that is very real. I still don't believe I can find any domino formation that knocks over enough to get us to war. I think war is contrived, 100%. I think we are taught to think that if we don't rah-rah when we are told we are under attack, that we are pussies, passive, and unpatriotic and thus are vilified nobody wants war nobody wants conflict nobody wants the level of brutality that comes with homo sapien versus homo sapien armed to the tooth other than the people who sell the weapons everybody else is coerced
So that should be 39 things, I believe. Yep. Um, oh, I believe I've had a past life at least once, if not several hundred, which is more what I believe. And I'm sure past lives exist. Now, couldn't it be just the residue that leads up to this last life? I wouldn't take this life for granted. I'm not saying you get another one, but I do believe I have lived before. There's too much otherness to some of my experiences to not think that I've lived before. And that's great. Awesome. I still think this might be the last one. So do it with the sort of, I've got to get myself right this time. I think it matters. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, that should do. So I did have a few thoughts to end this with because I didn't want to just have it all be the silly beliefs of, oh, wait, did I say this? Because I believe the depth. Oh, yeah. When I was talking about pedophilia, this is basically what I'm at because I feel the depth of corruption that equals entrapment, then protection followed by compliance and punishment for any, any deviation. I believe that is unrestrained and that that means power is now capable of anything, including nuclear annihilation. I don't believe that is in outside of our future possibilities at all. And 20 years ago, I certainly would have said it was all bluster. That was never really... It, the only annihilation possible was the, oh, uh, what'd we just do? Whoops, annihilation. Everything else would be talked down. I no longer think that at all. In fact, I worry now more that nuclear annihilation might be the ultimate goal. I, ah, there's so much unaccounted for that the power structure is pushing. Why? Why? Why are they taking all the resources? Why are they hoarding all the wealth? Why are they pushing us into catastrophe after catastrophe with no leadership or solution for anything? Any of it? Nothing. There is no leadership right now. Zero. There are those who know more than those who don't. Why won't they tell us? Okay, so back to the things to end this with before I lose it entirely. <clears throat> I used to believe that I was the only miserable mofo in a world full of happy, fulfilled others. I now think I might have been... Well, no, I was always right then. That wasn't wrong. But it's stupidly weird to live in a world where shit's opposite almost exactly. I do run into happy people now and again. I don't want to say I don't. But it seems like everybody else is secretly miserable. Well, I'm fulfilled and happy, and it's just weird. All right, I always thought money was a worthless concept, and I believe I'm about to be proven right. That'll be my 2022 prediction. Do I want to? I'll say that by this time next year, uh, there will be a, a panic involving currency. I don't know if it'll be worldwide or just American, but it's 
It is coming within 12 months. And I'm not doomsaying. That is just the trajectory that we are currently on. There could be some intervention that would alleviate that. Bravo! Look at that! Proactive action? Fuck no. Let's let the currency go out of control to the point that there's panic, and then, well, that'll just bring on that nuclear war thing. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Last but not least. I suspect foul play, not suicide, not engine trouble, not car accident, not Oops, I accidentally hung myself twice. Not I accidentally shot myself in the back of the head twice. Not I actually dragged myself through a field, handcuffed, then garroted myself before shooting myself. Those suicides I do not believe anymore. So, I suspect foul play in the deaths of Mike Connell Terrence Yeeky, Yeeky, Y-E-A-K-E-Y, Dorothy Kilgal, okay, mouthful of marbles, starting over, I suspect foul play in the deaths of Mike Connell, Terrence Yeeky, Dorothy Kilgallon, Gus Grissom, Seth Rich, Danny Casolaro, Gary Webb, Kenny Trentadu, James Forrestal, and yep, even Phil Schneider. Uh, hmm. Oh, there was one other thing. Oh no, that was the that the species that there is a meta control of the species either through structural reorganization of our mindful brain matter. Or possibly through as simple as messaging us into believing in a reality that we feel powerless to do anything about. <laughs> it's kind of like, well, is it easier to go to the moon or to fake it? Well, I mean, if somebody will give us a ride to the moon, that'd be cool. I mean, really cool. <laughs> <laughs>